Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Recorded live. Well, as you can see on the chat room, uh, I laid down some guidelines. Since I'm the main host of the show, as I, as always, I I lay down my own guidelines. And there they are. So if you don't follow them, you're toast. Period. Immediately. No warnings. Well, consider this your only warning out of my mouth. Just keep it clean. Yep. Yep, I mentioned that too. No entertainment. Uh, All guests must identify themselves immediately and keep all your content clean. No dirty entertainment, please. My show, my rules. So, I'm Taylor Phillips, with that being said, at DT2Phillips on Twitter. And he's Aubrey Dyer at the Punisher ten twenty three. How are we doing tonight, Aubrey? Uh, pretty good. What a great week for Detroit sports. Great weekend, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technically. So we're gonna dive into the Pistons immediately and then we're gonna get into the Tigers. Uh Pistons uh another close game. Third close game in all in all four uh, series. They still lose and get swept. 198 was the final in Game Four just a few minutes ago, before before this just began. Pistons uh, led led 28 25 after one quarter, but uh, the Cavaliers led at halftime and in the third quarter. It, it, it was just close the whole the whole way through, but uh, Andre Drummond was uh, sitting on the bench. I, I, I heard. I, I, I kept flipping back and forth at uh, other games. Including... Well, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll give him a lot of credit. You know, young team didn't quit. They just weren't good enough yet. No. They just weren't. So the Pistons season ends with a playoff bird, but still Pistons haven't won a playoff game since 2008. 
You, yeah, you heard me right. They have not won a playoff game since 2008. When they lost in six games to the Boston Celtics in, in the Eastern Conference Finals. When Flip Saunders was their head coach. After that, he got fired, and then John Kuster took over. Pistons played the Cavaliers in the first round of the NBA playoffs. They got swept, inevitably. The Cavaliers were the one seed. The Pistons were barely the eighth seed, which was a, disgr- which was a disgrace, as it, as was this year. Uh, Alan, I, I recall Alan Iverson was playing for the Pistons that, that season. Yeah, yep. That, that was that was uh, that well, one year he played for us or something. Just, just uh, the one year. Trying to get the trying to get the box score here. All right, we got it. This is interesting. Uh, those game statistics are pretty interesting here, um, except for the free throw shooting. The Pistons outshot the Cavaliers in, in field goal in field goal percentage, forty eight point seven percent to forty one point nine percent. The Pistons outshot the Cavaliers in three-point field goal percentage, 41.7% to 36.1%. But, of course, there's there's the free-throw shooting percentage, Cleveland 88.2% to 66.7% for, for Motown. Tyree Irving led the Cavs in points again, 31 points. Wow. Was nobody covering him? Once in a while. There's just a lot. He was just on fire for a lot of it, too. He, I mean, even when he was getting covered, he was just draining shots. Right. Right. He, he was covered, but uh, sometimes, sometimes the Pistons' defense still doesn't pay attention even when they cover him. Perfect example is that half court shot they let him shoot. Yeah, they they just look the 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 defense looks lost almost every time. Yeah, they really do. Uh, I don't know what Gundy's going to do to fix that, but he's They're got like to fix that. They're like out there. They're like cross minded out there. As to yeah, it, it was embarrassing. Are. Yeah, they they just have to stick stick to their own men. Now, the rebounds were pretty even, 42-41 Pistons total. The offensive rebounds, 10-7 Cleveland. That might be a little interesting. Pistons turned the ball over nine times. Cleveland over uh, Cavaliers only five. That's another interesting game statistic. Fast break points, there's another, 12-4 Cleveland. Cavs led by as many as 11. Pistons led by as many as 9. There's a there's another interesting one. Pistons outscored 
the Cavaliers 42 to 34 in the lane. Marcus Morris led Detroit with 24 points. Drummond didn't lead it. Didn't lead any any player in, in anything except blocks. It's only two. Drummond finished with 17 points and 11 rebounds. There, he, he finally gets a double double in the play in the playoffs this year. Finally, it, it, in, a, in what could probably be his last game as a Piston. One can hope. By, yeah. So Elias Harris, 23 points, 13 rebounds. Reggie Jackson. Yeah, he finally had a great game. Yeah. Reggie Jackson still 13 points. He can't get fired up yet. 12 assists, though. That's a that's a double-double. Three Piston players with double-doubles, and they still find a way to lose. Contavious Caldwell-Pope with just nine. There's a there's a big hole that wasn't filled. Not just nine points, five assists. Reggie's five turnovers didn't help either. Right. And pretty much nothing from our bench. Yeah, Stanley Johnson, five points. In 30 minutes. 30, uh, yeah, it's 29.35. That's close to 30, yeah. About 29 and a half. Yeah, made me look silly for saying he should play more minutes. (laughs) Oh, boy, he did not look good. Right. I mean, we still knew this was going to be a close game, but we still knew the Cavaliers, the Cavaliers were going to win because they just keep finding ways to win. But, but, uh, but they couldn't, could not have done it without without the help of the of some of the Piston players. Uh, Andre Drummond, five for ten from the free throw line, not terrible, but still not good. Minus two. Steve Blake, minus six. Aaron Baines, minus six. Marcus Morris, minus 13. I don't know what the plus-minus plus uh, statistic means in basketball, but uh, I can sure tell those are fa- – uh, I can sure tell that, that that is a factor. That is another factor that, that, that's coming into play for the against the Pistons. Against some of the Piston players, that, that, that's costing the team – Wins, games rather. One way, one way or the one way or two. One of the two ways. Uh, LeBron finished with uh, twenty-two points and eleven rebounds, a double-double. Kevin Love, eleven points, thirteen rebounds. That's a double. That's a double-double. J.R. Smith, fifteen. Tristan Thompson with five. Tristan Thompson is a low scorer. Matthew Delavadoa, 11 points. Richard Jefferson, five. Ian Schumpert, Schumpert with zero. Channing Fry with zero. Dante Jones didn't play. 
James Jones didn't play, Timothy, Timothy Moskov didn't play, and, and Maurice Williams didn't play. Cavaliers only needed nine of their play of their players. In the, well, every team needs nine player, only nine players in the uh, active playoff lineup, active the active playoff roster. But anyway, the Cavaliers move on I love, too, the last two minutes of the game, you got your star player and drumming on the bench because you can't trust them to play out there. But let's give them a max deal, right, Slappies? Yes, I guess so. Yeah, because you got to give it to somebody, right? I mean, that, that's the reasoning for some of these people on, on Twitter right now that I'm talking to. you gotta give you got to give that money to somebody. Not him. Nope. The Pistons, the, are, are, the Pistons are actually the second team, the second team this year to be eliminated from the playoffs. The Spurs swept the Grizzlies before that. Uh, for the Cavaliers, uh, they they will play the next lowest seed. If you if you'd ask me whether it be uh, the Pacers, the Hornets, or the Celtics, you know the Cavaliers are the number one seed, as everyone as everyone knows, as everyone follows along. And it could be the, it could even be the Atlanta Hawks, Hawks, Celtics, Hornets, or Pacers, four through seven. Any team four through seven seeds. Everyone knows that that's the way it goes. But but uh, check out the chat here. Nothing. Taking a look at the rest of the NBA playoffs, uh, the Atlanta Hawks and Boston Celtics are tied at two games apiece. The Celtics won 104-95. They won their last two, both at home. The Hawks had a 2-0 series lead. The Miami Heat lead the Hornets two games to one. The Hornets won their last game in game three in Charlotte. At Time Warner, at Time Warner, Time Warner, uh, yeah, 
kind of fire up my lips here. Time Warner, Time Warner, Time Warner Cable Arena. Uh, game four at Time Warner Cable Arena, uh, Monday at 7 p.m. on NBA TV. Then you get the Toronto Raptors and the Indiana Pacers tied at, tied at two games apiece. They don't play until Tuesday. The Pacers won 183 at home at Banker's Life Fieldhouse. So that series is tied up at two. Going back to Air Canada Centre in Toronto, Ontario, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, for Game Five, Tuesday at uh, sometime on some channel. It's not not been yet decided yet. Hawks and Celtics play again Tuesday. That's another game time and channel to be determined, but it's on Tuesday. Those are the only two NBA games going on on Tuesday, just early evening games, both early evening games. Both games starting at early evening times, Eastern Standard Time. Going on to the Western Conference, as I mentioned, the Spurs swept the Grizzlies. Four games to zip, four games to zilch. The Golden State Warriors ran wild like Hulk Hogan on the Houston on Brooke Adams' uh Houston Rockets, one twenty one twenty one to one twenty one to ninety four earlier today as seen on ABC. They lead the series three games to one. Both these both those two teams are off until Wednesday at ten thirty on TNG. Back in Oakland. Yeah, Rockets really blew a golden golden chance to try and uh, steal a game when Curry was out for that second half. Yeah, there's yeah, there's no excuse for it. Houston, the Houston Rockets were, were horrible were horrible at the end. Uh, I'm, I'm seeing the highlights right now of that game. It, it was very close until Draymond Green hit that three uh, almost halfway through that third quarter, and then the Rockets just keep just kept – I mean, then the Warriors just kept raining threes throughout the rest of the third quarter, and they never looked back since. Broke the record for most threes in a game, too, with 21. They dominated, yeah. They dominated the re- the rest of that third quarter, and they dominated the fourth quarter. They, they just they just kept on rolling. Yeah, it's scary how good this team is, even without Curry. Of course, Curry did not even play in Game Four. He was probable for for that game too. Can you believe that? Well, I know. 
might not play uh, game five, depending on how bad his knee is. They might, yeah, they might not need him in game five either, the way the Golden State Warriors uh, shattered the Rockets or dismantled them. Looking at the yeah, best of the West, yeah, go ahead. Uh, the Rockets are done. You, you lose a game like that, that badly, you, they got nothing left. They're going to get destroyed in game five. Yeah, I feel bad for Brooke Adams, the uh, TNA Impact Wrestling knockout. His hometown is, hometown is in Houston, Texas. One of my favorite uh, act, uh, current current TNA knockouts right now. Right now, uh, it happens, right now happens to be the best. She's beautiful too. But anyway, uh, looking at the rest of the Western Conference uh, playoff bracket, the Los Angeles Clippers lead the Portland Trailblazers two games to one. The Blazers uh, won their last game, 96-88. That was a a close game, except I found out DeAndre Jordan for, for Portland is as bad of a free throw shoot is 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 almost as bad of a free throw shooter as Andre Drummond. He was like three for nine or three for ten from the free throw line in game three. And 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 the and the Blazers still won. Yeah, he's almost as bad as Andre. Those two teams go at it Monday night at 10.30 on TNT. And then the Oklahoma City Thunder lead the Dallas Mavericks three games to one. They'll have a chance to wrap it up at home in Oklahoma City at 8 o'clock on Monday on TNT. I think, And I think the Thunder will win that, that's, that game and that series in five games. Thunder beat the beat the Mavericks, of course, in Dallas at Game Four Saturday night, one nineteen to one hundred eight, and that clears up the that clears up the NBA playoffs bracket for two thousand sixteen for tonight. Moving on to the Tigers. Uh, speaking of Cleveland versus Detroit, the yeah. Cavaliers sweat the Pistons. The Indians sweat the Tigers in the three game set. Six to three was the final. Let's uh, take a look at that box score, shall we? Tigers' uh, offense still sputtered. Jane Green took another loss. Cody Allen with with his sixth save. Trevor Bauer got a win. Carlos Carrasco left, and so did Shane Green. He still took the loss, but uh, Green appeared to have a a blistered... uh, finger. Yeah, he. I think it was on his middle finger. I think he popped it because when I saw his last pitch, it, I could have swore I saw blood on the baseball. Ah, oh, man, that's gruesome. That is totally gruesome. 
Well, that's a blister, though. At first, I was thinking uh, it might have been a shoulder. It, it's like, this is like deja vu all over again. Green, uh, Green finished the third inning. Uh, he, he pitched the fourth. Uh, he didn't get. He did not get a. He did not get a batter out or a runner. Three innings and change. Gave up just just two hits and one earned run, and took the loss because the Tigers never tie, never even tied it up. The Indians struck first in the top of the fourth. Outscoring the Tigers three to two in that fourth inning, and then scoring three more in the fifth. The Tigers could not score another run until the eighth inning, when they only scored one. And that bases loaded situation too, where they uh, had Cabrera pinch hit. God, that was just an awful at bat. Yeah, and the worst part about it is the bases were loaded. Yep. I mean, if nobody's asking for a grand slam, just get a hit. Just lazy little pop out. A disgrace. Uh, I'll tell you what a disgrace was, was Drew Verhagen. I don't know what Austin was thinking. You had Matt, you had Boyd ready to go. Why Why wouldn't you just have him come in right after Green? You, I was going to get the Verhagen. Had, I was going to get to Verhagen, too. An inning and a third, he got blasted for seven hits and five earned runs, one walk, one strikeout. Verhagen's ERA is now up to 771. Green's ERA is down to 628. Back to Green here. But uh, Verhagen just was awful. Uh, he, He was great before before today, and now his ERA is up at 771, as, as I just mentioned. Matt Boyd came, came to finish the rest of the game four and two-thirds innings, just two hits, but three walks and two strikeouts. Matt Boyd was called up, and he still has a triple-zero ERA because he didn't give up a damn run. Oh, yeah, pretty, pretty good debut for him. I just, I just don't get why Osmus just didn't use him right off the bat. I, I don't know. Yeah, I. Uh, there's got to be. There's got to be a. There's got to be a reason why the rest of the bullpen, the rest of the bullpen was uh, not available. Oh, you got me. I don't, all I know is I'm getting tired of awesomeness and his stupid stuff. It, it's getting old. Yeah, Brad Osmus never changes. Speaking of Brad Osmus, though, um, Justin Spear will pull out a source from somewhere, and, and it said that uh, Illich is going... Ilch is growing very impatient uh, with Brad Osmus uh, 
Would Coco and Osmus in, in the next two or three weeks if the Tigers continue to spiral downward? And and then uh, and then Spiro tweets at Darko State News that the Tigers might consider uh, getting Jim Leland back. Jim Leland. He's an assistant. He's an assistant general manager. I don't think he's. I don't think he's coming back. To I hope not. A major league baseball. No. What's so stupid is if you were, if you wanted to bring back Leland, why didn't you just get Gardenhire? You know, in the off season last year, because they pretty much coached very similar. Which is worse, Leland or Gardenhire? Oof. God, I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, between the two, I, I would say that Gardenhire is, is worse than Leland. Slightly, just to be fair. Because um, cause we know both Leland and uh, Gardenhire make very, used to make very... Uh, Leland and, and Gardenhire are used to not know uh, too much math. They're not big analytics. Right. Right. Granted, Leland has had a a better track record than Ron Gardenhire. Both those managers have never never won. uh, Well, Jim Leland has won won a, a a World Series in '97 and with the Mar- '97 with the Florida Marlins. Now the Miami, Mi- now the Miami Marlins. But uh, that's been it. Leland won Gardenhire nothing in terms of World Series championship rings. I just wonder if Leland says no, and I hope he does, what are they going to do? Are they still going to fire Awesomeness, or are they just going to let him finish out the season? I'm not sure. I I, I, I thought I read that uh, Spiro was – I thought I read Spiro's one, one tweet where uh, – Leon was saying no. Didn't he say too that uh, Illich wants uh, somebody with experience too? Well, well, of course Illich uh, wants ex- wants someone with experience. Just uh, uh, Illich uh, just wants. Uh, Wants uh, um, an old guy to to take o- to take over uh, the controls of this team in the dugout. Well, that's true. That means we're not getting Gabe Kapler or Maniaka or Alex Cora. We're uh, right. prob- we're probably lacking an analytics lacking analytics. Which Al Avila, the general manager still wants to look into. 
still wants to use. That because that's what it's about. Yeah, apparently Illich doesn't understand that. But this but here's the reason why Illich uh, wants someone with experience. Because Illich is just old. He wants to win the old fashioned way. It's he just wants the system to to get even older. <laughs> yeah, well, you ain't gonna win that way. You might come close, but you're not. You're never gonna win at all. Close or far, just it's just it's just not gonna get it done. No. But when you have analytics, then you're then you're really rolling, and you might just and you might just uh, get that World Series ring running like running away. Because not only are you tougher, but you're also a lot smarter, more analytically strategic. If you just combine all these these elements together, you've got it, the it factor. That's just how the game's played now. I mean, you you can't stay in your old ways. It just doesn't work. Uh, guest four is uh, asking any uh, any idea how to get audio get audio on your phone chat only when I log in on my phone. Um, I I think you're gonna have to uh, read uh, uh, ask uh, like ask for help from uh, the talk shoe department. Guest four uh, and and please identify yourself. Have you read the guidelines yet? Read guideline number two before the recording has started. All guests must identify themselves immediately before they even speak. Tigers uh, with the loss today dropped to eight and nine. Indians improved to nine and seven. Tigers in fourth place. Tigers still in fourth place. Yeah, we're here. standings here. I know the Tigers are in fourth place. They're eight and nine. The Indians are, are nine and seven in third pl- in uh, third place behind the Royals and White Sox. 
the White Sox are in first place, 13 and 6. The Royals, 12 and 6. The Twins, 5 and 14. And we got a complaint. We got a referee complaint from Reggie Jackson. He believes he was fouled on the final play versus the Cavaliers. The refs should receive fines and suspensions. Did you see that last play, uh, Aubrey? Uh, I want to get your thoughts on it. I, I missed it. Uh, yeah, I, I guess he was fouled. But, I mean, last play of the game in the playoffs, I mean, you're kind of expecting a little much there. Usually they're going to let you play a little more in that situation. It's not like he was just act or anything. And uh, Andre Drummond had commented after the game that his teammates, quote, put everything on the floor tonight. I wouldn't trade these guys for anybody, unquote. Well, that's nice considering your sorry butt was on the bench for the last two minutes. That's true. That is true, as already mentioned. Back to the MLB. Yeah, go ahead. I like, too, what he said. I wouldn't trade him for anything. Well, uh, I wouldn't mind trading you, Andre. Right. Okay, uh, as I mentioned before, as I was saying, back to the MLB standings, the the, the AL East, Baltimore Orioles eleven and six, Toronto Blue Jays ten and ten and ten, the Boston Red Sox eight and nine, the Tampa Bay Rays eight and ten, the New York Yankees eight and uh, seven and ten, the AL West, the Oakland Athletics, and Texas Rangers tied for first place at ten and nine. The Seattle Mariners nine and nine. They got a win today, nine to four, in Anaheim against Los Angeles. Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Manny Acta, the third base coach uh, of the M's, must be very proud. The the Los Angeles Angels, speaking of which, are now dropped to eight and eleven with their loss. The Houston Astros six and twelve. Still can't believe the Astros took two of three from the Tigers at Minute Maid Park last weekend. Well, the way they're playing, if they don't, don't, if, I'm not exactly surprised here. Well, well, the Tigers fire Osmus, and there's nobody available outside of this team. They might as well use Omar Vizquel. Well, that's what, that's what I was thinking. I mean. It's not like he has. It's not like he has to be the permanent six for you know for your coach. But Osmus has to go. It's just, it's not working. Enough is enough. Right. Moving on to the National League, the NL East, the Washington Nationals fourteen and four, the New York Mets ten and seven, the Philadelphia Phillies Philadelphia Phillies nine and ten, the Miami Marlins six and eleven. The Atlanta, the Atlanta Braves, four and four, four and fourteen. Ouch. The the NL Central, the Chicago Cubs, fourteen and five. 
They're in a race with the Nats. The St. Louis Cardinals, 10-8. and 8, The Pittsburgh Pirates, 10-9. and 9, the, the Cincinnati Reds, 9-10. and 10, The Milwaukee Brewers, 8-11. and 11, The L.A. Dodgers, 12-7. and 7, The Arizona Diamondbacks, 10-10. and 10, The Colorado Rockies, 9-9. Nine and nine, The San Francisco Giants, 9-11. And then he sent the San Diego Padres seven and twelve. Looking at the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, the Capitals finally finished off the Flyers with a one nothing win in Philadelphia earlier today. And, and uh, the New York Islanders edged the Florida Panthers in double overtime. Two to one. John Tavares scores both the game time goal with 53.6 seconds left and the game winning goal in that fifth period. So the Islanders will play the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Whereas the Washington Washington Capitals will play the Pittsburgh Penguins, who earlier eliminated the New York Rangers in five games with a 6-3 drumming win. The Dallas Stars are are still awaiting their their opponent between the Blackhawks and the Blues, and the San Jose Sharks are still awaiting their opponent between the Nashville Predators and the Anaheim Ducks. They eliminated eliminated the Kings 4-1. They eliminated the LA Kings 4-1. The Stars eliminated the Minnesota Wild, as mentioned last night. (coughs) In six games. They they beat the Minnesota Wild today five to four at XL Ener- in XL Energy Center in St. Paul. So tomorrow the Pred- the the Ducks and Predators at Bridgestone Arena at eight o'clock on CNBC and the Blackhawks and Blues eight thirty on NBCSN from Sa- from Scott Trade Center from Scott Trade Center at 8.30 on NDCSN. And if necessary, Game 7 tomorrow in Anaheim at Honda Center. If the, if the Predators win tomorrow night, there'll be a Game 7 to be determined on, on a channel to be determined. That is on, uh, that's Wednesday night, rather, not Tuesday. So that that is going to do it 
for this this edition of the, for episode thirteen of the Detroit Sports Truth Post Game Show. Um, the ti- uh, the Tigers, uh, by the way, play the Oakland Athletics in a four game series starting tomorrow night at seven ten. Jordan Zimmerman against Graveman. Zimmerman three and zero with a triple zero ERA. Look for him to. Uh, to at least try to continue his shutout streak, his inning shutout streak, while the Tigers try to figure out their hitting against Graveman here. That game will be televised on Fox Sports Detroit since the Tigers are the only team that's still playing throughout the uh, throughout the rest of the spring and throughout the summer as well until the Lions kick up until the lousy Lions kick off their preseason. <laughs> While I wait for uh, Graverman's Graverman so well Kendall Gra- Graveman rather Graveman is one and one with a 204 ERA 15 strikeouts a 091 whip in 17 and two-thirds innings pitched. Graveman has, Graveman has limited opponents to four hits or fewer in each of his first Three starts. They're batting 159 against him in that span. The Tigers' 2-3 combo of Justin Upton and Miguel Cabrera was missing Sunday, with both getting a day off amid early season struggles, but they're expected back in action for Monday's contest. Cabrera owns a 329 career average against the A's. A's second baseman Jed Lowry who was given the day off in Toronto on Sunday to rest a sore calf is expected to return to the starting lineup on Monday. That, that That's it for the preview, preview tomorrow's game. Also, I want to make an announcement. Um, coming back at some point in time, to the Detroit Sports Truth Podcast on Spreaker is my number one co-host, the one and only Letters ELS, Ed Smith, Edward Lawrence Smith. He goes by Ed Smith just for short. Coming back from a, a a three plus week leave of absence, Due to personal matters. Oh, by the way, uh, speaking of which, uh, K. Rod Francisco Rodriguez was placed on emergency family leave. So he. So uh, he he's he's going to have to be out at least for at least three games 
it's it's an undisclosed family matter. His last outing, he gave a back-to-back home run that, as I mentioned a few days ago, to Alex Gordon and Salvador Perez in the bottom of the ninth in Kansas City. In the middle game of that three-game set at Kauffman Stadium Tuesday, Tuesday through Thursday, that was on a Wednesday night. A week, exactly a week after my 32nd birthday, with Francisco Rodriguez, despite all that pressure, picked up his fourth save, stranding runners on first and second with two outs. Both those home runs came came with one out. After that ground ball by, uh, after that ground ball to Kinsler, to Ian Kinsler. I forgot to look up and see how, how he finished t- earlier today. Kinsler, one for five, 333. Castellanos, uh, one for three, 328. J.D. Martinez, two for four, 313. Victor Martinez, two for four, 264. Iglesias hitting in the number two spot, one for four, 302. Dalton Lamacchia, 0 for 3. Two strikeouts, two men left on base, 262. Mike Aviles, 0 for 3. Andrew Romine playing first base in the eighth spot, 0 for 2, inevitably. Batting Now batting 100. Just like Hernan Perez was dwindling in batting average total, Early in this, early in last season, Anthony goes over three, one seventy four. Cabrera is now two oh six. Justin Upton, two fourteen. That's it. So that's going to wrap it up. That's going to wrap it up for episode 13 of the, of the Detroit Sports Truth Post Game Show on TalkShoe. Uh, I apologize for all the get. I apologize for guest four uh, not being able to figure out the problem. Whatever his complaint was specifically about in terms of the audio that he's trying to get on his phone. It's kind of hard to get to listen to a, to a show on TalkShoe on your phone. It, you have to... Uh, I'm going to try to get him on the line here. Bear with me, Aubrey. 
I wonder if he's having trouble uh, listening. Maybe if he made an actual account, maybe it'd be easier. Well, well, I, I guess that's only for for uh, chatting, I think. But but if uh, but if you wanted to enter your own name, you, then you ha- then you have to log in. That that's why uh, that's one guideline I forgot to type on here in this chat window. Gamut. That's my fault. So anyway, we're gonna wrap this up. Yep, guess four has left the chat. I'll uh talk to you tomorrow at at ten thirty or later. Sounds good. And you, and you can follow Aubrey Dyer at, at the Punisher ten twenty three on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at DT two Phillips. I am Taylor Phillips. We will talk to you guys at 10.30 or later. TTFN, or tomorrow, TTFN, talk off for now. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.